one, oh yeah. Recovery 101 is a sober show. The only place to go. Bruce and Shelly and Mark let them light the spark to stay on the right track. Or just listen for fun to the 101, to the 101. Recovery 101. Hey, I'm Dr. Drew, and you are listening to Recovery 101. Thank you to Brandon for Marvelous Recovery 101 jingle. Recovery 101 does not speak for A-A-N-A-O-A-C-A-G-A-P-A-L-A-N-A-H-A-D-R-A-P-A-S-W-A, which I think is Sex Workers Anonymous. I-G-A. What's that? Instant Gratification Anonymous. Oh, yeah. I'm not holding your hand. We don't speak for any of those programs. Matter of fact, all the opinions on here are of the hosts and the hosts alone. Speaking of that, welcome to Recovery 101. My name is Bruce B. As always, with Shelly and Mark. I just speak a little slower because Shelly is stuffing her face full of kettle chips. Kettle chips. Insert kettle chips advertisement here. I like kettle chips. I, you know what? I love all those weird, like like the Maui onion chips and those. It, you know what it's like? It's almost like uh, Maui, Maui microbrewery beers. You know, now there's chips that are like of every kind of possible chip combination yeah. you can have. And since we don't try the different microbrewery beers, we stick to chips. Yeah, let's just go for the chips. I like the... Uh, there's so many weirdo snack things now, like those those puffs now there's 12 million kinds of puffs it's not just cheetos cheese puffs now there's pirate booty puffs puff corn yeah and there's all kinds of stuff it's awesome <clears throat> puff corn rocks is better than cheetos yeah yeah but do you get orange crap on your fingers Cheeto? not as much because they're baked not fried so it's not it kind of gives you that weird i was in the sun too long look on your lips <laughs> you know kind of orangey orangey lays that came out for a while they were doing this thing where they have would have um limited edition flavors which really ticks me off because the best potato chip I ever had in my life was the Lay's California Dill. That was an awesome potato chip, and they only put it out for like six weeks. I was so mad. Do you remember the Granny Goose? Yes. Yep. Granny, I hated Granny those. Goose chips. They were crappy. They had a good advertisement, though. The old goose with the glasses? No, no, no! It was the ones. It was the one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had the cartoon goose with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. that was the. But it had the guy. It had the guy who was like a total Marlboro man. I'm Granny Goose. There's people out there who have no, no idea, what, idea you're what you're talking, talking about. about. Not even a little bit. And yet they're still listening. We think. Maybe. Yeah. Are, are you say, still out there? That's true. Now that I've said that, they've all turned. If us you're off. out there, raise your hand. Hey, there's one guy. <laughs> hey, there he is. <laughs> He's in Florida. <laughs> uh, by the way. What? Well, it's time for the boozy news and the news not fit for booze. <laughs> oh, that was a fine bit of folly right there. Sarah that said that Shelly should be jumping in on that. She thinks she does some that's, of the best doo-doos there is. That's why Sarah's in the peanut gallery and not on the board. Well, you know what's funny? She says that, you know... That you do the best doo-doots? And, and I'm thinking, what is she talking about? It's clearly 
our high-tech machinery that does that sound. That's right. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm in. We insert plug into opening, and that sound comes out of our mouth. Yeah. In Florida? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A 10-year-old boy snuck in, sneaked, sneaked, sorry, into an Into a Penn State locker room? No, into the Florida. Isn't snuck a word? No. It should be. It should well, be no, like I think it is a word, dictionary. but sneak is the past tense of sneak. Yeah, well, I know, but snuck. I mean, isn't that the past tense of sneak also? Mm-mm. So what is snuck? I'm not sure. Sling. It may be a small little metal latch for your traveling case, as far as I know. <laughs> Look it up. Okay. Um, anyway, this 10-year-old went onto a Florida impound lot, stole a pickup truck, led the police on a chase, knocked down a utility pole, and set a house on fire. Is That's just the, a good afternoon. Is this how old is he? Ten. I just said yeah, a ten-year-old ten year boy. Ten-year-old, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they liked him, right? Yeah. The pi- the officer said that their pint-sized joyrider was one of the nicest kids he'd ever met. Apparently, he was very polite. He did exactly what the officers told him to do after he was apprehended. And I'm thinking, I'm reading this story, and they're talking about how wonderful and nice the kid is, and they're talking to his grandma, and she's taught him how to drive tractors, and, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, sociopaths are really nice, too. That's one of the hallmarks. John Wayne Gacy was a sweetheart. Yes, everybody loved him. That's one of the hallmarks of sociopathology. I'm not sure if this is the same kid, so this is why I'm asking. Does it say what race he is? Mm, Nope. Because the... the show Tosh.0 that does all the different mm-hmm. yes. YouTube. He, he, he did a web redemption of this kid who had, like, taken Grandma's car and smashed it as well, you know. and uh, No, no, this was took, a truck in an impound lot, not his grandmother's car. Yeah, okay. So yeah. totally different. Besides, the web redemption things are things that happened years later. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yep, yeah, some of our news could be years later. It just depends on how good it is. Because there's some news that's good enough that you could tell it 10 years from now, and it's still... You know what? What? Submitted for your approval, Lawn Chair Larry, the Darwin Awards guy that you know attached weather balloons to his lawn chair so yeah. he could float above his backyard and drink his beer. Up went, up Beach 40, Airport. went up to 40,000 feet. I mean, uh, 4, that thing happened 15 yeah. years ago, and it's still a great story. Yes, unfortunately, yeah. it has a very sad ending. You just added a zero to it. Yeah. He, 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 he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Because of the notoriety. Yep. Well, you know, stupid is as stupid does. <laughs> Life is like a bunch of chocolates. Okay, in uh, Orlando, Florida. Uh, this is perhaps. Did Fran? Is Fran the only one? The last two shows to send in news. <laughs> no, Robert sent us a couple stories, and and Sarah sent. She only sent one story, and it was the story story that four other people told me or sent me about the guy with the DUI. T-shirt. So, I sent you a link. I haven't gotten that yet. Oh, you got it though. I got it. I just haven't gotten to it on the the list here, and I didn't understand it either. So, really? Oh, well, we'll explain it to you. Yes, Mark will explain it to you. Um, so anyway, we're in Florida, and this is perhaps a reason why you might not want to take your divorce issues to the people's court. Uh, Michelle Parker and her (laughs) estranged husband appeared on the people's court. Larry Larry Parker. They were arguing over a five thousand dollar engagement ring. And unfortunately, then, Miss Parker was last seen dropping off the couple's twin babies at her estranged husband's home. <laughs> uh, the, her abandoned truck was found a day later. Now, the police are investigating her husband, 
And the girl's parents said, oh, we don't think that, that he's involved. No, he's fully cooperating. You know, that's, I'm sure that's what Lacey's parents said, too, about Scott. What's his name? Peterson. Uh, Peterson, yeah. However, during the people's court uh, uh, appearance that appeared on he television. Said, I'm going to kill her. He said, she said, he shouldn't have put his hands on me, and he shouldn't have put his hands on me before that. He shouldn't have left me three or four times over the last year. So apparently there was some abuse going on. So do you think maybe they might want to look at him? He's cooperative. Yeah, right. I don't think so. There wow. Be- the Shelly Judge and Jury. Did you even see the show? What? Or are you just reading sound bites? Shelly's got him. Shelly's got him convicted. She never even saw it. The vast majority of women that are murdered are murdered by their own husbands. I mean, that's not that's not something that's not something I've pulled out of the air. That's I want you a fact. to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the one who keeps giving me swords. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Are you telling me something? I'll need it for self defense. She's got a wall full of swords. She has a two handed claymore up on the wall. Yeah, but my favorite is the Egyptian dagger. Yeah. Okay, let's Perfect. see. Okay, let's go to Mark's story. Mark, yeah. you're on. Explain to me Michigan's forced unionization issues. Because I'm not clear on what this means. Michigan. Not Michigan. a right not a right to work state. Union state. Okay. Right. Uh two parents set of parents have two adult children with Down syndrome. Oh, no. Uh, Cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy. I'm sorry. Cerebral palsy. They take care of their children. A portion of the money they get to take care of their children has to go to union dues because the union has designated them as care workers. So the Michigan unions are the bums of the week. Oh, I see. So instead of them getting that money, they're they're not care workers. They're just the parents. They're the parents, yeah taking care of their kids, but because Michigan's not a right-to-work state, you have to be, join the union if you're oh. caring for people. Right, so like in California... And because they're adults, and they're getting state aid because right. they're adults. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Right, so in yeah. California, like I, for a period of time mm-hmm. with my grandmother, I was the in-home health care for her, yeah. took care of my grandmother for a while, yeah. and it would be like the, you're taking the, care of your the union coming up and saying, you got to pay dues because yeah. you're taking care oh, yeah. of your grandmother. yeah. Bums of the week. Yeah, Bums that's of the ridiculous. Week by a block. That is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Oh, brother. Sometimes I wonder about government crap. Okay. Um, I just wanted to join the Rat Pack. <laughs> okay. Dun, 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 dun. Now we have a story from St. Charles, Missouri. I know it well. Um, you can go to it. There's a Facebook Branson? page. That you can, there's a Facebook page that you can go to called Save the Sugar Plum Fairy. And I think everybody should go there. The Sugar Plum Fairy got fired. They have Before the dance. Every, every, every holiday season they have like, you know, their Christmas pageant and stuff. Right. And they, they hire like a Santa Claus and a this and a that and the elves and all that crap. And they also have this woman who for five years has been playing the Sugar Plum Fairy. Okay. And she's developed a whole character, a whole wardrobe, this, you know. And she's only getting $13 an hour to do this. And it involves an extensive wardrobe and heavy makeup. So it's not like she's making any money because she's paying for all this stuff. And she does it because she likes to work with kids. Well, this year, the whole Christmas whatever was taken over by the city. That's already bad. 
So all well, of the employees I'm sure had to be drug tested. the running it'll make it better. Uh-oh. All the employees had to be drug tested, which she said wasn't a problem, except for the fact that when she went in to do the drug test, it's against the rules to flush the toilet after you peed in the cup. Because, and I understand that, because they'll dilute their tests. You know, the water, they'll cover the sound of them dipping toilet water into their drug tests by the, with the flushing. That's what I was told when I took my drug test. You know what's funny, though? Diluting it doesn't really change the fact that you show up positive. I think it can, because I think uh, uh, many of those tests are based on parts per million. Okay. So at any rate, I mean, you go to the bathroom, you flush. What happened was the reason she got fired was not because she broke the rules and flushed by accident. It was because right as she, after she flushed, she realized she wasn't supposed to flush and said, oh, shit. And according to the, uh, the sugar plum sugar fairy plum, should not Yes, swear. sugar plum fairy should not swear. What is it called? Um, uh, they, it's the... Code of Ethics. No, that, well, no, they have a... There's, there's a, the Christmas character... Christmas... Christmas characters do not know naughty words. There's actually a clause in their contract. She wasn't anywhere near the kids. She was in a bathroom yeah, you know, with a city employee really? standing outside the stall. Really? Give me a break. So she got fired because she said the S word in front of a city employee while locked in a bathroom stall. No shit. No shit. Just piss. No shit. I guess, I guess none of us will be sugar plum fairies anytime soon. Yeah, that's too bad to like the dance. Mother, you know what she should have done after they said she was fired? She should have gone out and gone, mother, mother. <laughs> okay, in Norwich, Connecticut, a woman at a hot dog cart is facing assault charges because she decided to stab a customer in front of uh, a police officer. <laughs> so if she hadn't done is it in bad? front of a police officer, well, no, I mean, she wouldn't have gotten charged? A police officer was standing there when she stabbed a customer. She stabbed bad him. Bad timing on her yeah. part. She stabbed him several times. Why? Wow. Uh, the story actually doesn't say, well, and I wish it did. There's no reason for it? Just Maybe she's just because she's, I mean, well, she's a so hot dog Can I have vendor. mayonnaise on that? Yeah. No! You're the 120th <laughs> customer. <laughs> All I can think of is the, the scene from Psycho in the yeah. shower. She Except stabbed for a girl in a hot dog, you know, hat. Yeah. <laughs> hot dog on a stick. She stabbed him several times in the chest before she was stopped. He was transported to the hospital and treated. He's he is fine. He's going to be fine. But how do you stab in the chest several times and be fine? <laughs> yeah. Well, you stab with a folding knife, whatever that is. Oh. That so maybe like it wasn't very long. Knife. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't very long knife. Yeah, he's still not fine. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's not. His life isn't in danger. Well, it says non-life-threatening wounds. Okay. And let me let me throw so. this in here for a moment. Go ahead. Mark just mentioned it a second ago. I know this is clear across the country. Is there any stupider serving outfit than the hot dog on a stick girls? What the hell is that? Possibly not. I think that's probably the worst outfit ever. <laughs> they like, must pay them really? well or something. I, yeah, you know, it, it reminds me of something that would come out of a Divinals video or something. Yeah. And it's like really. With it's the almost, Devo hat on. You know what? It's like I can see Lady Gaga growing up going, my heroes were always the hot dog and stick girls. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, wow. Yeah. What is up with Lady Gaga? You know what? For once, I'd like to see her in normal clothes. I'm like so it. I'm so sick of the over-the-top crap that I don't even pay attention to it anymore. Yeah, but it's all the persona thing. I mean, she's making... I like you know what's good like about Gaga. Lady Gaga, though? And I'm, I'm not like a gigantic Lady so Gaga fan. She's a great singer and has she good material. She can sing. Yes. You know, and, and it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that do shtick as a... As a, as a 
cover for their lack of talent. And she doesn't have a lack of talent. She sings well. Yes, she does. Okay, we've got the uh, hero of the week. Uh, this t- took place in England. His name is Derek Greenwood. He's 73 years old. And you just want to know, because the story starts out, you automatically know that he kicked some butt. Because otherwise, a 73-year-old generally isn't in the news. Uh, he works part-time at a gas station. They call them petrol stations. Uh, in the little mini-mart area where they have the food and stuff. Right. And uh, a man came up brandishing a large kitchen knife at the at Derek's co-worker, young, a 25-year-old female colleague. Uh, he quickly turned around, grabbed a bottle of wine, whacked the guy in the ghoulies. In the ghoulies? In the ghoulies. That, that's a hard. That's a hard shot. I think hitting him in the head would be easier. Well, the mm. image I get from the story is that like, the guy came up with the knife and he turned around, grabbed the bottle, turned back around, and just swung. You know, I mean, I, I don't think. And he said it happened so fast. Uh, I can't remember now. I'm, now I've got to find the quote. It happened so fast. Um, I grabbed him. I grabbed him by the arms and saw that he had a knife. So I let him go and picked up the bottle of wine. I'm 73, and that's the first time I've seen a robbery. Wow. Wow. Nice day for him. Let him have it. Yeah. He said, I said, this is the first time I've ever been involved in one, but I don't regret what I did. Thank you, Ernest and Julio Gallo. <laughs> I know. Once again, wine saves the day. That's perfect for us. It is. Listeners, wine can save the day. But only if it's kept in the bottle with the cork still on. No. Yes. That doesn't sound nearly as fun. No, it doesn't. Oh, and... Just before we go, you know how when you see uh, satellite images of the Earth, the only man-made structure you can see on it is um, the Great Wall of China? Okay. We Americans can look to our own nation with pride because we can now have a man-made structure that can be seen from space. What is it? It's in Columbia, South Carolina, and it is a 50-acre sprawling pile of tires. Really? Really. <laughs> I'm so proud right now. I know. I thought I can't stand I thought it. I'm for so sure proud. it would either be the beam from the Luxor. Nope. Or the thing from isn't there something similar to that at Ground Zero? Yeah. Some the like freedom, two the really freedom light like, or something like that. Yeah. Of course, yeah. nope. in the daytime that wouldn't be nearly as impressive, would it? No. Nope. It is a fifty. At night, at the night, at nighttime, the tires aren't that impressive. <laughs> you know what? It what? depends which side of the. Which side of the, uh, the planet, you're on? planet you're on at what time of day? If you're on the yep. dark side of the moon. I'll, I'll see you. I don't know. You know, Great Wall of China, large pile of tires. We rank right up there. I'll tell you what. If you lit the pile of tires on fire, you'd see you'd it. really see it from space. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Apparently, uh, officials in this area of South Carolina are trying to get rid of the tires. They're trying to con- contract somebody to take them away. But where do you take... You know, well, well up they've taken them to South tires. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> no, Where do you no, take no, a million no, tires? I mean, really, I, like, I, I don't know, and I could be stating this wrong, but I, it occurs to me that there's a lot of highways and stuff that use ground-up old tires as part of the paving and the... Yeah. And the uh, yeah. I, it seems to me that that's a... Yeah. Obama? You know what they use it? Why don't you make a bunch of new highways using this 50 yeah. acres of tires? You know what they use it for? employ some people. What? Artificial turf. That's true. Yeah, do. there's a bunch of stuff. I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff. And See? playgrounds. That weird playground stuff where you walk on so it. So don't ship any to like Glendale. Not sand. Yeah. yeah. 
It's like not a sandbox anymore. It's like got this weird, almost gooey feel, like so that rubbery feel. Yeah. yeah, because you know, because you know what? Seriously, what? Fifty acres of tires. It's a lot of tires. That would be a hell of a fire. I yeah. mean, that would be that burn. That burn for a long a time. Year. Yeah. And everybody there, around there would be getting... There's still an area back east. I was reading this in a book by Bill Bryson, Speaking of Fires. There's still an area back east where there was a, an anthracite coal mine. Mm-hmm. And the and coal mine caught on, on fire. fire. And it's a fire burning underground. It's been burning for like 50 years. It's still going. And when you go to that area, nobody can live there. It's like a wasteland. I'll and bet. When you, when you go there, smoke rises up out of the ground. I'll bet. It's, uh, it must be like the weirdest place ever. I want to see it. <laughs> it's a tourist attraction. Yeah. Come where the toxic fumes are coming out of the ground because no one can live there anymore. Can can we go to Disney World? No, let's go watch the underground fire. That's like, you know what? They they seriously, this is absolutely true. They have tours in Russia that go to those towns that were near Chernobyl Mm -hmm. where literally when you go there, there's books out on the desks on school and stuff. And they take people there. You can only go for like a certain amount of time. I'm like, why would you do that? Here, we're going to take you to this town, and there's still radiation. We can't stay very long. Okay. But You're, you go in and yeah. look, and like this, you can tell where people just dropped stuff where they were yeah. and ran. We're going tomorrow. On your way out, please pick up your lead line jockey shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the end of the booze news. The New Way Foundation Victory House AWARE program is a state-licensed and certified substance abuse treatment provider located in Burbank. The New Way Foundation has a 50-bed residential program for men 18 to 64 years of age without insurance and outpatient programs for both women and men. New Way is a nonprofit foundation that is partially funded by Los Angeles Substance Abuse Prevention and Control under the Public Health Department and provides affordable and effective treatment. For over 40 years, New Way has been located in walking distance from beautiful downtown Burbank, numerous parks, and major transportation lines. In comfortable settings, nearly the entire continuum of care is offered by state-registered and certified counselors and interns. Don't wait for an accident, arrest, or overdose to contact us. Help yourself or your loved ones find treatment and the joys of recovery. When your way doesn't work anymore, try the new way. You can reach us at 818-842-9416 or on the Internet at new way foundation.com helping 25,000 people find a new way since 1967 once again we're back Marty Marty the one man party sent you another topic yes he did and it was how important is it really Really? Now, he didn't give like a... A spur? A, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm missing the word I'm thinking. A, 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 a... A direction? A? Yeah, he didn't give us any direction on how to go with that. Okay. Uh, it's very important, Marty. But it, but it could be something like, you know, there are no big deals or, it's, you know... It's, it's not important at all, Marty. Yeah. I mean, how important is it really? Really... It's not. Are we done? (laughs) Yeah. Well, as an example from myself, and I probably said this on a show not that long ago, but when I was watching the tsunami videos from uh, a couple, several years ago. Yes, you did. And as I'm watching it 
I'm so concerned that my internet's not fast enough because the little hourglass is going round and round as it's trying to load videos. And I was struck with my mediocrity. It's like, really? Everyone's lives are getting wiped out, and you're worried that your internet's not fast enough to watch it. And, well, and, I, and I felt compelled to send out an email telling people what an idiot I was because, you know what? The things in my life or what seemed like such a big deal to me, how important were they really in the scheme of things? How important is any of it really? Not that much. Shelly can't wait to talk. Here she comes. Just a walking down the street. No, I don't really want to. You said, I felt compelled to send out an email telling everyone what an idiot I was. And you act as though this is a grand revelation. You're just now realizing it? We all knew. Yeah. You, you said you an email said, I'm an idiot, and we all went, okay. <laughs> Did you get any response to that email? Because I got tons, actually. Really? Yeah. I got tons from, actually, from people like kind of saying the same kind of sentiments. It's like, you know what? I, th I thought the same thing. Like someone sent me an email and they were talking about how they had gone to the market and they missed the sale on the sirloins or something. And she's like, yeah, here I'm bitching because I missed the sale on sirloins that day because I spent all day watching videos and, and CNN watching this thing. And then the next day I missed the sale on the steaks and I was pissed. And she's like, and here I am mad because I'm not going to get to eat steak tonight after watching these people's families and their lives get completely washed away. And she's like, how lame is that? They're not going to eat steak either. Yeah. You're well, relating. she was in solidarity with You're them. relating, yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what, what do you think, Shelley? What what, what's not important? She goes, you. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's why, that's why more men kill their wives. I don't know. I mean, I've actually been faced with that a bit at work because since I've been back at work, you know, we, we bustle around there as though what we're doing is really that important. And, you know, yes, I mean, libraries are important. But Oh, come on. You know that books and libraries aren't important. But the fact is that, you know, if I don't get that book processed that day, the world is not going to come to a screeching halt. You know? True. And that's why, you know, I don't want to get myself so wrapped up in the patent placeness of work, which it sometimes can get to that point. Is that a word? No, I just Pat made it up. Patent placeness? I just made it up. Um, that you're, you're a chamberlain. <laughs> well, wow. Now I've lost my train of thought. About things not being important at the library. I don't want to get to the point where I'm getting myself so overwhelmed and worked up about stuff going on at work. That it, uh, I don't want to say damage, but that it that it impacts me emotionally. That's a good idea. You know, the work will still be there tomorrow. Yeah. How about you, Mark? Give us a, an, an example of something. What was important to me when I was new in sobriety isn't nearly as important now. You should have saved that for the end. No, I got better stuff for the end. <laughs> Good. I'm not having any last words on this show because my last words on the last show were really not important. They were very important. They're always important. I greatly respect your feelings, no matter how incorrect they are. <laughs> you know what? You know what's going to happen as a result of that line? 
Yeah. Sarah, who will listen to the show the moment it gets put up, will, will chat me. me on Facebook and mm-hmm. go, "No picking on, on Shelly." Yeah, Mark, give like give. What would your impression of the the subject at large be? Well, you know, like even now, I've got this project I've been working on forever, forever, and the funding of it has taken forever. And you know, it's just I know it's in place. I know it's done, and it's going to show up when it shows up. That would have been a huge deal to me. Back in the day, I gotta tell you, I have twenty-two years. It would be a huge deal to me right now. You you have a, a tremendous patience level, or a, or a, or a tremendous ability to let go and let go. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't matter. It's not important. It's like, you know, I I look today. You know, or you know, we've gone through some struggles because of it, and uh, you know, Peg and I were talking last month about it, and you know, just it's really been difficult. And I pointed out we have some friends of ours did very well for themselves financially, have very good pensions that are being paid to them. They're doing great. They can do whatever they want to do. They travel extensively. Over an eight-month period, they traveled to go bury his mother, his daughter, and his grandson. Yeah. I'm not sure I want to trade places with him. Right. You know, so the position I'm in, it's not that big of a deal. You know, I mean, there's just, there's so much going on. I'm grateful for where I'm at today. Right. Because I've been in a lot, 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 lot worse situations than I'm in now. That's true. That's true. And, and you know, the, the whole thing is the, you know... It's all about the third step, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't, he can, so I'll let him. It's like, yeah. you know, how good are you at, like, the stuff that just, like, you know what? Right. I had my truck seized on the freeway uh, 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 almost two weeks ago. Yeah. And at first, I'm running out, and it's like, I got to buy a truck, I got to buy a truck, I got to buy a truck. I, I nearly bought one. That even as I was thinking about buying it, I knew I shouldn't buy. But that whole addict alcoholic thing of, oh, I got to fix this. It's, oh, it's so important. I got to have it right now. Mm-hmm. And I almost spent way more on something that I really didn't need to get at the time. And I said, you know what? I've got to not be that impulsive guy that I used to have. And I prayed about it. And I said, you know what? What? The right what? truck is going to come along. And it's going to come along when God wants to come along. I'm going to do some footwork, and when it happens, it's going to happen, and it's all going to be okay. And when I was new in this program, I would have automatically bought the first vehicle that even looked halfway decent. The very yep. first vehicle I looked at, I probably would have bought, Yep. which would have been exactly the wrong thing to do. Because, like you said, you know, my thought process, to a large degree, has changed. I, I still get into my whole, we talked about it a few shows ago, I go into panic mode first. <laughs> and then I go into let go mode. Yep. How about you, Shelly? Because if you don't panic, there's nothing to let go. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if you look at the big picture, I mean, we're all going to be dead in a little while, so <laughs> it's not nothing's really that big of it. Nothing that we do is really that big of a deal. 
I don't like the little while phrase. Well, that, speaking in the grand scheme of things, okay. you know, reminds, 40 years is a little while. That, that reminds me of the, the, the doctor's oh. view in the big book where, where he says, uh, I've never seen an alcoholic of your case ever recover. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> you know, it's like, thanks. Really? You're going to die here shortly. Well, really, I mean, does it, when you're thinking about the bad things in your life and what's going on in your day and yada, if you're getting caught up in the small things, think about it in terms of, is this going to matter 10 years from now? Is this going to matter 20 years from now? The chances are you probably won't even remember it by then. You know, or if you do, it'll be like a little blip in your past, or it might even be funny by that point. You know what? It'll be like the guy, like I said on Facebook, where I owed him, I owed him an amends, and I'd been thinking about it for years. And when it very first happened, the whole incident to me was quite dramatic. You know, I stole weed from this guy. You know, and it's like I went to, I went to make amends to him, and he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, I mean, this guy's like such a good job stealing it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, really? That's been bugging you all this time? Yeah, it's just not that big a thing. And he's like. Okay, yeah. well, I feel that you, you, you did well by suffering for 30 years thinking about that every once in a while. I'm like, oh. you know. So here's the thing I built up in my mind to be this big thing, and suddenly I was a, a, approached to, I got to do it. it. It was really nothing. Yeah. So that's it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, to be honest, I'm still, I only had a few potatoes. I think that I'm still a little bit well, running then, a little unempty. for you. What are your final words on the subject? <laughs> Crap. Um, I don't know. If you think that if you're really that worried and you're really that upset and you think what's going on in your life, I mean, there are obviously there are some things that will give you pause. I mean, there are some things that we deal with in life like pause. death and, you know, a bad divorce or something like that that can really, you know, make things a bit difficult for a while, for a long while. But if you're caught up in your everyday things and you're feeling like it's all crap, you know what? If you want to stop thinking about how bad your life is, ask somebody else how their life is. Go serve breakfast to the homeless on Skid Row. And then come back and bitch about how bad your life is. Mark, what would your final words on this subject be? I should have saved that for my final words. You can let things be as big a deal as you want them to be. But when you go get loaded over them, now you have a bigger deal on your hands. Pearls of wisdom. Not so much for me today. That was nearly a pearl necklace of wisdom. <laughs> you know what? My my final. And Bruce goes there. My my final my, my final words would be, and this is absolutely serious. Uh, we just passed the one year anniversary of my brother passing away. And any time that I think that things are just like that important, it could have just as easily been me lying on the floor. You know, just as easy. And it could be any of us at any time. So, you know, that's why I say it at the end of every show because it really makes sense. You know what? Try and leave it better than you found it and be the example because, you know what? You only get one crack at this. We only go around one time. And uh, Unless you're Buddhist. Yeah, I'll come back as like an earthworm or something. It'll be an outstanding earthworm. Yeah, in a in a group of of birds, <laughs> that'll be me. Nice. But when uh, you know when you when you think things are are really really bad, you know, think of a relative or, 
or someone that's had an untimely passing and then think how lucky you are that you're still here. And if you think they're really, really bad, work a step. There you go. Third step. Any step. Shelly. Yeah. Who are our friends online? <laughs> um, wow. That would be in the rooms.com. Dot com. It's an online recovery community where you can go and put up a profile, meet some people in the A of your choice, go to online chats and meetings. You can go to the Friends of Recovery 101 and listen to the show on our embedded player while you surf the site, and it's all free. That's a bargain. Do we have any friends back east, Mark? I'm tired. He's tired? I'm tired. Yeah. We have Bruce. The other white meat? In the city of Philadelphia. <laughs> so um, he has uh, the 12 Step Gazette at 12 stepgazettecom com. You can go to friends. You can go to recovery101.net. Yes. Scroll down, click the link, take you right to 12 Step Gazette. You can read a fine, fine publication online. You can get it emailed to you. You can get the subscription prescription, and he will send it to you via the United States Postal Service. If you're interested in a franchise, uh, contact Bruce, and he'll give you all the information you need to bring the 12 Soap Gazette to your little corner of the world. I like the sound effect now for clicking. Yeah. <laughs> Click the link. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we've got email addresses at recovery underscore 101 at hotmail.com, recovery101radio at gmail.com. If you'd like to join the crack advertising staff, that's recovery101radiosales at gmail.com. Uh, we've got videos at youtube.com forward slash easy look. That's E-A-S-Y-L-O-O-K. And we've got uh, also videos at youtube.com forward slash recovery101rule62. Do not take yourself so damn seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Shelley. Yes. Who to be the lead out music? Well, because in a general sense, our children are the most important parts of our lives. Oh, my God. I would like to hear the Cuppy Cake song again by Courtney. The Cuppy Cake. The Cuppy Cake song. You know what? What? I knew you were going to do that. Uh, check out the Jive Aces. On YouTube, if you're feeling bad and you're thinking your life sucks, check out the Jive Aces on YouTube, a song called uh, Bring Me Sunshine, and you'll dig it. Everybody, try and leave it better than you found it, and be the example. We're out. And take care of you. You're my cupcakes, gumdrops, nickumbuckums, you're the apple of my eye, and I love you so, and I want you to know that I'll always be right here. Cause I love to sing these songs to you because you are so 